0: So this is Total Wellness Radio. This is Dan Young and I've got with me Becca today and we are going to actually be doing an audio of our Facebook live training with our interns on our Facebook page, Dan Young, BCN, CNC on Facebook. Today's topic is on blood work and we are going to just let this actually do the audio in the background while we do the video on Facebook. This should be fun. We're going to get kind of multi dimensional in our training here. So let's see how we do.
1: I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah. I mean, but it always is, right?
0: Well, yeah. Look, I mean. Yeah.
1: Hello. Welcome. Welcome hey, everybody. to our weekly training. Um, we are also recording for our podcast. So that's yes. kind of fun.
0: Yeah. The anchor platform. We have a total wellness uh, radio with Dan Young. And if you go to iTunes, or if you have an iPhone, or if you go to Google Play in Android, go into the basic podcasting section. You can actually download, uh, it's Total Wellness Radio, you'll see our little picture in the cover there, and, and yeah, you can actually uh, tune into both of these things. So we've got live on Facebook right now on our, is it our business page?
1: It's in our private group.
0: I have a group for, for the practitioners, yeah, for, for the mentorship program. For
1: people that are interested in working yep. in natural
0: health. Yep, but we're also capturing this segment. Anchor just made some really cool enhancements to their platform. Uh, we're, this is our first attempt to try and make it work, so we're actually doing audio and video at the same time. So, good stuff. Hi, April. Welcome. Hi, April. We've got a lot of fun stuff to talk about today.
1: So we're talking about blood work. So yes. this is like a fascinating topic for me because what maybe a lot of people don't know is that I got really, really sick um, like a year and a half ago, um, two years ago, hard to keep track of the timeline, but um, you know dealt with that for several months and at one point in the middle of that, I went and got um, a blood draw, trying to figure out what was going on, wasn't getting clear answers, and my blood work essentially said that I was in perfect health and that nothing was wrong with me, but I felt almost like death. So thoughts on
0: that? Well, you know, we were talking earlier just before we went on on the Facebook live training and and we talked about, I made the comment that we need to put blood work in its proper perspective. Mm -hmm. If you go to a practitioner and they're relying on blood work like 80, 90, 100% of their diagnostic approach to your case, then there's going to be some holes in that approach. But by the same token, if you disregard it 100% or 80% or 90%, then you're not putting it in its proper value either. Mm -hmm. So my experience with blood work over the years, and you as practitioners are going to experience this, is you're going to have people come to you. They're going to say, oh, do you want to see my blood work? Or should I get blood work done? And all I can share with you is what I do and have done for almost 20 years here when this topic comes up. Number one, if they have blood work that's fairly recent and within the last 90 days, then I like to have them bring it in Take a look at it and then share with them the most important first piece of truth about blood work, and that's this. If you go to CRMC, which is here in Cheyenne, and you have a blood draw done, and then you walk out the door and go up the street on Carlson to the Wyoming Health Fair and have a blood draw done, here's what's going to happen. You're going to get two reports, neither of them will look exactly the same their reference ranges will be different, their optimum ranges will be different, and what they try to tell you is or is not happening will be different. Most people don't realize that. Blood draw and blood evaluation labs are not standardized. There is no set, like, parameter. There's reference ranges and there's optimum ranges, but each lab is different. Most people don't know that. Each lab is different in terms of where it, you know How the person looks at it, how it's interpreted, uh, what you're told. I had one person bring labs in here where their creatinine levels were elevated. It's part of the, the kidney profile, and it was elevated by like two points. And the person reading the lab told them they had kidney failure, early stage kidney failure. And they used it as a diagnostic tool. Not wise, okay? That person could have been dehydrated. Most people that go in before labs are told, you know, 12 hours fast, and they think fasting means, well, let me put myself in a, a chronic state of dehydration, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm already, most people are in a mild state of dehydration already, mm-hmm. and then they, they avoid food and water. They go in there and their kidneys are showing flared up. So it you can't hang your hat on it. Now, that's one end of the spectrum. The other end is you can't disregard it 100% either. You have to put blood work those chemical markers in their proper perspective. So here's what I always try and tell people. If you see things that are high and low, and I'll share this with you practitioners, you I go to the International Foundation for Nutrition and Health. They have a they have a book on there that is called Mastering Blood Chemistry. And it and it puts it in its proper perspective. I haven't found anything that does it any better in that it helps it guides you in if albumin is high, or if your you know, the SGAT levels for, for enzymes for liver activity are out of balance, and what it does is it says, okay, if these chemistry markers are elevated, and by the way, they do give you in that book, their reference ranges, and their optimum ranges, whether you're a man or a woman in certain ages, but those reference ranges have been around for 80 years, They've been around the longest in terms mm. of an interpretive view on chemistry.
1: What's that source again?
0: It's called the uh, it's called Mastering Blood Chemistry and it's a little book about that thick and it takes you from A to Z all of the most common chemical markers found in blood work. And you can order it right from the ifnh.org website, okay? We don't use this as a dog di- a diagnostic tool ever. You practitioners should never be diagnosing or treating disease anyways. What you're doing is positioning the person to evaluate these markers properly in a practical manner. What does it indicate? What is it suggesting? What is it saying? I don't care about optimum range. I mean, you know, it's, is it, what does the chemistry suggest? If this marker is high, what is that telling me? If it's low, what is that telling me? And it'll trace back to six or eight or ten different things that you as a practitioner need to be aware of and the number one or two things always regardless of the chemistry is what is the diet? It always goes back to the quality of the fuel you're putting in the engine. The quality of the fuel that your body can metabolize and use to not only handle stress but also to restore, rebuild, and repair. It always comes back to that. Always, 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 always. Like since the dawn of man, okay? It has never changed. It always comes back to that, diet, lifestyle, and stress. What factors are present that are causing these markers to be high and low? And when you put that in proper perspective, we'll get rid of that. When you put that in proper perspective, what happens is that you start getting, you get guided down a chemical, a chemistry path, so to speak, that is going to show you or reveal to you what foods you 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 should be avoiding or what foods you may be over consuming, uh, what foods are missing. Right. Start with the chemistry. Chemistry in the body is one hundred percent influenced by what you eat and what you drink. Then it's also influenced by other factors like sleep and sun exposure, exercise. I mean, there's there's all those healthy platforms, right? Those healthy pillars that support optimum health, and we have to look at those things. You don't, but to, to look at that and just say it's one-dimensional and this is a diagnostic tool and it's really accurate, that's giving it way too much credit. But by the same token, you don't want to disregard those markers either 100% and say they're not valid. You have to kind of play it in the middle, so to speak, and really look at it. If they've got some high markers, like I've seen TSH levels, like the, the highest TSH level I ever saw was 78. It's supposed to be between like 0.05 and 0.4. Right? And this was like our point or was 4.0. Recently. And that was, yeah, 78. Mm-hmm. Had one lady that came in with hers, they've come down 20 points, and she's still at 14. But she's not having any symptoms, and, and she's going the right direction. So she's taking that stress off of that thyroid. But metals and chemicals can be causing that. Scar tissue, immune challenges that haven't been handled. Uh, diet, I mean, there's so many factors that precede saying, that's a diagnosis. You have this, right?
1: So you look at, you will look at blood work for clients, but do you require that they get that?
0: No, I do not. It's, it's, it's a good idea that they, you know, if they want to, they can, but they don't have to. Okay. Yeah. It's not a requirement. Um, because I already know from just clinical experience that somewhere in their diet, lifestyle, and stress factors are off. Mm-hmm. That's what creates you disharmony. Focus on that. Yeah. You mm-hmm. focus on what's the actual cause. Blood markers are symptoms of the problem gets back to something that you and I were talking about earlier, right? I mean, whether you have high blood pressure or insomnia, allergies, heartburn, need to lose weight, whatever. Every one of those things I just mentioned and hundreds of others are symptoms. Mm -hmm. They're symptoms, they're symptoms, they're symptoms of the problem. Mm -hmm. And what happens is we live in a society where people micromanage the symptom and forget to look for what the cause is. What is the real problem here? And so when we actually identify the real cause, start addressing it, we see a ripple effect and improvement when it comes to symptoms. And that's where traditional care and modern medicine tend to part ways. We've got to go our own separate direction in that modern medicine suggests to the customer that each little thing you're experiencing is a standalone illness that needs its own script, mm-hmm. its own procedure, and its own specialist. Mm-hmm. And that's where we get messed up. Where modern medicine says, or where, where traditional medicine says you know what, you could have six or eight or ten or twelve or thirty different symptoms going on in the body and it might be the liver. And you start really focusing and taking care of the liver and its ability to perform. Mm -hmm. You start looking at things that are going to take stress off the liver and add back the right nutrition so it can restore, rebuild, and repair. And then its function improves, symptoms diminish. And they start Hmm. going away. They start melting away over time. So, I mean, that's just that's just the universal law of health. That's just and everybody is that way, and it doesn't matter what modality you use to try to identify that. You can use herbology, you can use reflexology, you can be a naturopath, you can be a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it, you can be a dietary counselor? You can be a coach like what you do. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter what the modality. If you you have to start from the foundation of truth, which is ninety nine point eight percent of what people are dealing with is a symptom. And yet we've been trained to focus on the symptom. And if you focus on the symptom, you never address the cause and the symptom doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. And you start using band-aid approaches, band-aid methods to try and fix this stuff. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we, you know, the old saying, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. That's what modern medicine, unfortunately, like programs people to, to do. You got that symptom, you go see that. You got a skin problem, you go see a dermatologist and get a cream. Mm-hmm. Right? You have emotional, you know, like frustrations or, or irritabilities or, or, you know, you feel blo- gloomy. Well, then you got to go see a psychiatrist and get a drug. Right? Mm-hmm. And each one of these things are standalone when in fact, the reality of it is, the truth is, you start looking for the cause and you'll see a ripple effect and the symptoms diminish. Now, here's the problem. We live in a society today where people are very impatient. They're impatient about this stuff. You know, they want to take the pill for the ill and it be gone, right? And it doesn't work that way. You didn't get sick that way. Your body didn't become dysfunctioned that way. It didn't get out of harmony that way. So it's not gonna restore that way. This never happens, right? Mm-hmm. So with this approach or this mindset, you have to look at everything with, how does this play into the big picture of, of contributing to the cause of the problem and and quit and blood work's one of those things that modern medicine wants to say it's the end all be all potentially of diagnostics. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you tell me earlier about yours? Throw yeah, that in Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I
1: just I felt like I felt like garbage, utter garbage. I mean, I had like a six-week period where I literally like thought I was dying my blood work said I was perfectly healthy. Yeah. I was like the epitome of health at my age. Everything right. was in blood work was awesome. normal ranges, you're good to go. And I'm like and and in all honesty, I think my husband was looking at me like you're crazy.
0: You're making this up.
1: Yeah. Like I honestly think there was some part of him that maybe thought I was losing my mind. Yeah. Um So yeah, it's just crazy. I also, okay, here's another question. I've heard that like our um you know, levels in our blood can they fluctuate throughout the day. So like yep. I did hormone therapy yep. at another job and so i know we were trained that like blood work is not accurate for hormones that's just one example could be you know obviously there's so many different things that you test with blood work sure but they're fluctuating so if you happen to draw blood at a moment that you're you know maybe this hormone is at its peak but then so it ranks in normal ranges just barely but that's not where it normally is Mm -hmm. it just happened to pull the blood right when that particular hormone or whatever you're looking at was sort of, you know, at Mm -hmm. a certain level. Right. Would you agree with that? Yep. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. The other thing that I would um, encourage people to pay attention to and for practitioners to really be aware of is that when you are looking at these, you have to look at all these things the same way. You can't, the, the chemistry of the body is the number one thing to look at and the number one influence on chemistry is diet. For example, doctor, I uh, can't remember off the top of my head, um, he trained Adkins. we give it out, it's the Weston A. Price, it's the uh, foundational food program, right? Okay. Melvin Page, excuse me. Okay. Melvin Page, medical doctor, he was actually Atkins, um, he was actually Adkins mentor, okay? When he was doing uh, coaching with people and their diets, right? he'd check their blood every four days. Because it fluctuates so much. Yep. He checked their blood every four days to watch. He's he's taken people that were in the 320, 360 range on their cholesterol, and in less than 30 days, drop it 200 points Mm. with diet. That doesn't
1: surprise me. No meds. Mm
0: -hmm. Zero meds, right, needed to get cholesterol down, right? It's Mm -hmm. 100% a diet thing. Another example of chemistry and having to monitor... If you're going to use it as a tool to really like go beyond evaluation, which we don't do that, but but pH. when we have people do we used to have people um, they would eat an or they would take a pH strip, look at the color, right, and then we'd have them eat an almond, chew it up really, really good, get it real mushy and liquefied, swallow it, do the pH again. And if their pH before the almond was like in this yellowish greenish tinge. Instantly, after swallowing that almond, and they put that in there, instantly it would turn dark, dark purple. Dark purple.
1: It's supposed to. Yes. You're saying.
0: On the ones that didn't, faulty digestion. There was a way of just not responsive, right? That was a way to, one of the ways we used 20 years ago, 15 years ago, to determine that. You know? And so, and so what they would do that. It's like, wow, look at the change. It's like, that's a good thing. And it would give them a visual. But chemistry will change that fast based on just a little bit of influence, so imagine the blood and like you mentioned earlier, all the shifting that it goes through in a twenty-four hour period of time. And any given time, you can check that, and you go from one having kidney failure to the next four hours later, you're fine. But yet being told you're in kid, early stage kidney failure from blood work, that's 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 malignant dumb to go that path. It 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 is, but we don't know that, and we trust that we're being given the right information. So we unfortunately take. You know, emotional action on that information and it leads us down the wrong path.
1: If you want well, to. Accurate- then you bring in like the fear based thinking, yeah, this could yeah. happen and that could happen and we recommend this and yep. it's all just fear driven.
0: Yep, which yeah. goes back to two things I want to get in here real quick. If you're going to do pH and you're going to do it accurately, you have to test it three times a day for, for three to five days in a row into an average. Then you have an accurate picture of pH. Okay? The other thing that you have to do is um, um, understand that if you are you got to know as a practitioner, am I dealing with somebody who is results-oriented or diagnosis-oriented? You have to ask those questions in your intake. Part of your intake, you need to identify what the mindset of the person is that's coming to see you before they ever make an appointment, before they ever pay for a supplement, before they ever pay for a service. You had better know up front. Are they diagnostic-oriented or are they results-oriented? What am I? You results-oriented. Yeah, oh, clearly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> clearly you're results-oriented. Obviously. But, but when you get somebody in a class, like I've seen this happen a lot. Yeah. And I'll, they'll say, you know, well, I've been told I have this. What can you do for that? And the answer is nothing. Yeah. Because I don't treat that. I educate you. Big difference. And the outcome in the end is that you're going to get results, not a diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Those are the things. And people just have to, we have to get re-educated. I mean, we've been yeah. so, I got I to share this. You're going to love this.
1: I was just going to say, it is sometimes just some people just, because they've been on that path so long, right. they just need to, right. their mind shifted a little bit. Some people, you can not shift.
0: I'm sitting, I'm having uh, iced tea yesterday, doing some thoughts on my phone, whatever, right, capturing some stuff. And the table next to me is three very well-dressed gentlemen, well-dressed gentlemen, say that fast three times. They're sitting there and they're having a discussion about health. And health and right now we're in a legislative session and budgeting session here in Wyoming. It's just coming to a close, blah, blah, blah. So there's a lot of people in town that you normally don't see. Well, they're sitting across the, this table next to me, and they're talking about how um, by taking ibuprofen or amoxicillin, um, or these different over-the-counter medications for pain that if you'll take B-complex with them, it protects the liver so that you can use those substances longer and kind of reduce the toxic overload to the liver. And I'm thinking to myself, why not just take something that's not toxic? But that would be too easy.
1: But the ibuprofen's the still going to eat my stomach. Yeah, but, but the, forget
0: the stomach. Okay. Yeah. okay, sorry. So, no, that's fine. And so what happened was the guy sitting there was talking about how he was having horrendous headaches. And it didn't matter how much ibuprofen or Tylenol or any of these medications that he took, he would have horrendous headaches. While sitting in front of him was a big glass of soda pop. Which reminded me of a gentleman that I had here years ago, who for 26 years suffered from my gains on a weekly basis. Got him in here, got his diet adjusted. He started like, started calming down, started calming down. He was having like a mild one every two weeks then like a mild one every three weeks. But he, he got to a point where it was just like the plateau. And I said, look, until you knock off sugar 100%, you're never going to get over these headaches. So it don't matter the supplements you take. You, you, can't, you can't, you know, over supplement a faulty diet. It's just not going to happen. Yeah,
1: just like you can't over, out work out a bad you can't, diet.
0: You can't outwork your mouth. Yeah, yeah. so... So, and if he felt confronted by it, but I had to get him to that point to have that breakthrough, right? And sometimes confrontation in the short go is worth the positive outcome in the long go. So that's what I was willing to risk in this relationship. He did it. He finally 100% knocked off sugar from that source, all kinds, went eight weeks without even a tinge of a headache. Now here's what happened. Some friends of his, they bought a house and they had an open uh, housewarming party. Mm-hmm. And they were serving, you know, the foods that most people do in their little backyard get-togethers around the pool. And in the cooler was this, these itty-bitty little, they have, I guess they have the little cute cans of soda now. Yeah. The little, little short, little, you know. Yeah, they're
1: like six or eight ounces. Couldn't be. I think they even have four ounce ones. Couldn't be
0: harmful at all. Mm -hmm. Right? It's just a little
1: bit.
0: He cracked the top on a Mountain Dew, took one sip, and instantly instantly experienced a migraine headache that just dropped him. Hmm. Instantly. As soon as that sugar hit his system, done. Two swigs, done. Threw it away. He calls me up. He says, you're not going to believe this. I said, what happened? And he told me the story. And I said, sometimes, and this is f- true for all of us. It's true for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of that human We're condition. We're like toddlers testing yep. our limits. Here, let me test the stove. Oh, that burned. Come back next day. Is that really that hot? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know... And uh, and he went back to the sugar-free situation, sugarless, and uh, got rid of his migraines. So, and it wasn't lack of sup- supplements. The supplements were helping to change the chemistry so it had less of an effect. But until you get rid of the cause, it's not going to go away. Period.
1: Right.
0: So, you just need to pay attention to that kind of stuff as a practitioner and for you as an individual person. If there's something going on you don't like, well, then what are you doing to contribute to it? Mm-hmm. The blame and the... The source of the problem always comes back right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's the problem mm-hmm. right there. I don't like to look at it. I don't mind many, many people else that do, but that's just the way it is. I mean, when we finally get to that point where we've boxed ourselves into a corner, I have to look in the mirror and say, you know what? You're your own worst enemy. Now, here's what you do to correct it and mm-hmm. find somebody to help you through it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you get the results you're looking for and you don't need a diagnosis.
1: <laughs> kind of like results. in our weight loss... This week in our weight loss group, we were talking about how more often than not, most people's problems is that they're in their own way. Yep. They have to get out of their own way. 100%. Yeah.
0: And it's my belief about stuff. And I get emotional about stuff, then I justify it with logic. Mm hmm Right? I only just did a little bit, you know, or I'll do better tomorrow, right? Mm -hmm. But in the moment, I really need this because, you know, I had a tough day and... I need some you know <laughs> I need some emotional eating or what you know what I mean it's mm-hmm. like
1: that's like a whole other topic oh my how we're just like fed this entitled yeah entitlement in our society Yep, we're just fed it and yep. from every direction Yep. yeah I know cool well that was so great. anyways
0: I hope that was beneficial I hope you guys got some good value out of that um what else do we got going on that's coming up here? We got a big event coming up the 24th. We this do. Is,
1: Let's talk about that. We're
0: going to start announcing this now because we got a huge event happening March 24th at C College here in Cheyenne from 1 to 3. Yes. That day we're going to have a video crew. We're going to have some recognition of some amazing achievements by some of our customers. We're going to have, have a
1: special have training.
0: A special training for about 30 to 45 minutes. going to be all videotaped that's um, open to the public, it's open for, uh, for attendance. Uh, we just want to get lots of people that are exposed. We're going to do a book signing mm-hmm. at the end for about half hour, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depends. We might be longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got five grand prizes that we're going to be um, announcing uh, here yeah. shortly once we get the details lined out. Uh, we'll get some posts going on that. This one. I say, I say we'll do stuff, but you need to know that it's this one that really, <laughs> that really does it
1: so we're still finalizing the details on what training <laughs> we will be offering but you know us it's always fun and it's, it's an always amazing experience yeah. so it's an educational experience yep. of a lifetime yep. that you don't want to miss
0: and we thank you for taking time to be with us on this and yeah. we appreciate you yeah. more than you know and if there's anything we can do please post questions yes um april wants to know what type of training oh can you keep a secret april so can we. No, we'll, we'll announce that. We'll get that out to you, April. Thanks for letting us know on that. Um, but it's going to be exciting. And uh, yeah. we're really, really looking forward to it. In between now and then, though, it's important to note that we've got some more Facebook Live Fridays coming up. Yeah. We've got... Uh, Book Study
1: on Monday night. Book Study. That's going awesome. Number
0: three is yes. on the, uh, what is that's going to be 26th. is the next book study, February 26th.
1: And you can watch that on our Country Doctor Facebook page, Country Doctor Nutritional Center.
0: Thank you to all those brave souls that came out last Monday when the weather turned lousy. blizzard
1: out of nowhere. Blizzard
0: out of nowhere. We still had folks here with us uh, live uh, in the the office. We're going to rebook next Monday's class and make sure we have at least 8 to 10 folks that want to join us. So make sure and call the office. You have to reserve your seat for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll be going to Chapter 3 of the Ultimate Healing System, so. That'd be fun. Yeah, so for those of you watching on this or listening to our podcast that's getting recorded uh, simultaneously now, you can check us out on the Country Doctor Nutrition Center Facebook page, correct? Yes, Nutritional Center, yeah. I'll let you say it.
1: Country Doctor Nutritional Center on Facebook. On Facebook, Mm -hmm. we'll be
0: live. And then we got K-Ray.
1: K-Ray. K-Ray
0: coming up on Thursday next week, no? Week after. Week after, where yeah. am I at here?
1: And then it's we have the weight up. loss open house uh, Wednesday, March 7th. <laughs> okay. You can check all our events out on our website at countrydoctornutritionalcenter.com. We dot Country Doctor Nutrition And we're doing Center updates on that all the time. Yeah, check like it almost
0: out. weekly, right?
1: Like Once or couple twice a week. couple times a week.
0: A couple times a week. There's events changes going on. Things or that we've blog added. Posts. Mm-hmm. Yep. recipes. Yep, mm-hmm. testimonials. Yep. I got some great. I mean, if you haven't looked through, looked through our testimonial section um, in the last just two weeks, three weeks, I mean, you're mm-hmm. you're missing out on some great stuff there too. So. There's
1: always yeah. Yep. Awesome. Okay, thank you. Post any questions you have. We'd love to answer them on our next one. Thanks so much. All right, take have care. An awesome Friday. Talk to you soon.
0: And for you on the podcast today, thank you so much for paying attention and giving us your time. Uh, this is our first attempt at doing a more than five-minute podcast on uh, the Anchor platform. Uh, so this would be episode 46, The Importance of blood work on the Total Wellness platform. Take care. Thank you once again for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. We greatly appreciate your time and hope you found tremendous value in today's episode. And by the way... Don't forget, you can tune in to us live on Facebook every Wednesday at noon-ish, every Wednesday noon-ish at the Country Doctor Nutrition Center Facebook page, where we share all kinds of additional natural health protocols to help you on your journey to natural health. So again, thank you for tuning in and look forward to seeing you in the future.